Hello and welcome back to The Paranormal Empath. This is your host, Dorian Gravestone. I am joined by my co-host... Kimberly Suda. Hey, how are you doing? I'm, I'm great today. How are you? I'm doing good. Excellent. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, Thanksgiving was wonderful. How about you? Yeah, actually it was pretty fun. Yeah? Yeah. We, we went over to my brother's girlfriend's house and nice. we had tons of family and it's usually just us, you know, yeah. in our home, but we had a... We went over to somebody else's house and it was a... Really fun. Nice. That's the whole point of Thanksgiving. Exactly. A lot of good food. Spend the love. <laughs> well, last time we spoke with our first guest, Jimmy, and uh, he had some life experiences that were a little bit scary. That was interesting. And that was very interesting. Mm. Um, very, you know, he is still kind of shy about that stuff, so that's kind of cool that he opened up to us yeah yeah it was good <clears throat> stuff good, good stuff all right and the week this week we have another guest another guest i know Yay. so today we're going to stay indoors no investigation today dang it but we do have a very interesting person and yes, we do. hi <laughs> <laughs> hello he's like ready to talk i know i know uh this is uh today we have uh sophie with intentionally me podcast she happened to happens to be also a former film mentee of ours that mm -hmm. we taught a few yes, years ago. Yes, I've known Sophie for a long time. Yeah, I don't even know how long. Over four remember? years, from a freshman year. Yeah. Mm, wow, nice. very cool. Uh, well, it's been fun watching you grow and evolve, and now yeah. you have your own podcast. It's mm -hmm. so exciting. Cool. All right. Well, say hello and welcome. Hi, I'm Sophie, as you guys know. Um, and actually, I was listening to your first podcast, and y'all were talking about Yorktown. Mm -hmm. And oh, I yeah. actually have a really cool experience with that. I can't that. wait to hear what happens. Ooh, you went. Yeah, I did. And if you didn't know, I'm also an empath that can feel people's energies. I get visions, I all of this stuff. Like, people would be like, oh, and I'd be like, it's so cool. It's so cool. But... <laughs> So I went to Yorktown um, this summer. Mm -hmm. um, I went with my boyfriend, Seth. Hi, Seth. Um, I went with my boyfriend. Where did you go? What, what month was that? July. So that was the same month we went. Wow. Were we in July? Was it July or was it June? No, we went. We were in May. No, it wasn't May. Are you sure? I'm positive. It was either I'm pretty sure it was because like, I remember I went and then I messaged you and I was like, I was just there. Yeah. It was May or June that we went. We went like a month before you. And no, it wasn't May. Okay, so maybe it was June. Might have been doesn't matter. matter. Okay, it doesn't matter. It was in the same, like, <laughs> time -ish. Yes, around the same time. Okay. So, um, I went with my boyfriend, Seth, um, my mom, a friend, and her boyfriend, and her mom, my brother, and we were there, and I mean, as soon as I walked in, I, I literally, I felt heavy. Mm -hmm. Like, I just felt very heavy, especially in my heart, and I didn't know if it was necessarily an emotional connection, like someone in there that was going through trauma and there i mean there was so much there's a lot horrible things that were happening when it was running when you know mm -hmm. it was that hospital i mean 
there was so much mistreatment. There was, I mean, tons oh, yeah. and tons of that. Yeah, and we looked so, at the book, or didn't we? The book he, or some online stuff. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's um, a lot there. Yeah. I think so. I, I and was, then just locals, will t- would, well, when we would go eat or something, they would tell us stuff. Yeah, I, there was there was so much, and and I think I was I was feeling that energy of of those people there, and and what they necessarily didn't get to express or go through. I felt like I was almost feeling almost like the shadow work that they never did, um, and when they could walk through their emotions, because also they were very suppressed in there too, you know. I can imagine with nuns. I mean. And I that's what my experience was with. So we were walking through, and. Um, were you, sorry, real quick. Were you on a ghost tour? Or uh, so what happened was I, I I have a connection okay, to there. Cool. So um, we paid to go in, and he's like, you know, this is this. And he goes, okay, I'm going to leave. Y'all can just roam free. What the oh, wow. So he let us roam free wherever we want. So, I mean, we could, like, literally go wherever. We could go through stuff. I mean, it was crazy. Interesting. Was it daytime or nighttime? It was daytime. My mom's like, she's Mexican. She's like, no, 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 no. I'm not going at nighttime. I'm like, I don't, because my... I'll tell you about that in a second. It's my mom still has a, scary. Was the my, basement open when you were there? Yeah. And I, I have a picture. After we were there then. Yeah. I have a picture um, of my boyfriend. Like, we went down there. I, but it's filled with water. It I mean, was still it's, filled with it water. It was flooded. And I, it mm. smelled disgusting. Yeah. Yes. It, it smelled like, like rotting flesh or something. Yeah, it, it was. Did you see the blood splatters on the wall? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, he, he had his shirt over his nose. I mean, it was bad. And, and the guy was like, I mean, y'all can do whatever you want. He's like, but you need to be careful. I mean, it smelled like rotting flesh. It smelled like feces. Mm-hmm. I mean, it yeah. smelled. I mean, it just it was very hazardous and there very dangerous. There was a dangerous. rattlesnake down there and, when we were there. And the thing, yeah, and the thing, it's not the the physical things that were there, but I, I was getting the sense that there was demonic things really? that happened. Mm-hmm. In that basement. Really? Yeah. Not surprised. When when I went down there, I mean, it, the energy felt completely different. While I was, you know, on, like, the, the first floor and, and the floor above it, I mean, I just felt, you know, the energy, the heaviness. But when I went down, it just, it just didn't feel good. It felt evil. Mm-hmm. And I felt evil energy before. Mm-hmm. And I know because I've been aware of I can feel energy and stuff for a while now, I know how to guard myself from that and I know when you need to walk away mm-hmm. because even if you know how to guard yourself they still can attach to you yeah. you know what I mean and so what does that feel like when when an entity is wanting to attach attack or attach to you so first of all you the smell is different like really? um because there's another lady that was with us that um she's an empath too and I do a lot of work with her and we do angel cards and stuff and um it smells like sulfur. I know that sounds so cliche, but yeah. it does. Mm-hmm. Like, it smells like well, rotting eggs, sulfur, stuff like that. Hmm. I mean, it's crazy. So we were down there. And, and that's kind of a common smell associated with With dark, evil. Demonic. Yeah, yeah, with demonic stuff. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was disgusting down there. And so, you know, we went up and we were walking around. And then, you know, that, that place where it was like the, the worship place where mm-hmm. they had the pianos? We were in there. Yeah. Yeah. So if you go outside... Um, I'll, I'll paint a picture for y'all. If you go outside, there's like, um, there's like a cross section, you know what I'm talking about? Where it, from the, the entrance of Yorktown to the worship place. Mm-hmm. And then there's a hallway crossing it. So it's like a crossroad. Mm-hmm. Um, I was standing in the middle of there. No windows were open, no doors. And I didn't, I didn't see any cracked windows near me. Like there was just no windows or doors near me. And the furthest door away from me was so far it was closed. And you know that there's a window on that door. And 
I mean, the, the closest cracked window was in the worship center, but it, it wasn't even windy. Like literally I felt wind and my hair was moving. Oh, wow. And my mom, while she was there, cause she, you know, she felt someone grab her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I felt that wind and I was like, I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, you know, like everyone was feeling it. And, and he was like, cause he's, he's a logic person. Yes. And he was like, he was like, well, you know, it's kind of windy outside. There's cracked windows. And I was like, but where? Like the cracked windows are in the other room. It's going to take a lot of wind for it to travel. It's going to take a lot of wind. And mm-hmm. even that it has to go through. You know what I mean? And when we were there, I remember it feeling very oppressive and stuffy. That's exactly. Yes, it was like Especially yeah. in the door frame. Stale. 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 Especially in the door frame to where the worship and the, the little chapel thing was. I was, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it, I felt like someone was touching me mm-hmm. there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not that I felt someone's hand, but I just felt like something was on me. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend also likes to prank. Um, he, he's, he's so funny. He's amazing. And so he was telling me, he was like, hey, I'm going to scare the mom. He's like, I'm going to play creepy music in here. Or, like, creepy, like, humming. And they're going to be like, oh, what is that? So at first they were like, oh, my God. Like, what is that? Like, they, they genuinely believed it. And he's like like looking at me like <laughs> they're so gullible <laughs> so then we turned it off and eventually towards the end we told them it was us so after that little you know fun thing happened um there was no one there we were all downstairs because the guy told us he was like i'm gonna be waiting in my car outside or i'm gonna be on the roof like on the the roof because he has a little chair because i think he owns it i'm not sure was, did he have a girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we met those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so we were all in that, that middle way where we felt the wind and stuff. And um, all of a sudden, we heard women yelling above us huh. and bang and banging. Really? Yeah. And, like, I mean, e- like, everyone heard it. Like, it wasn't just me. I was like, guys, did you hear that? Like, literally, when it happened, everyone, like, looked at each other. Mm-hmm. Like, we were all like, did you hear that? And... You know, you know, there was the people that were trying to be logical, like, oh, well, what if some, I was like, who, who is up there? You know, that guy doesn't have a woman's voice, you know, mm-hmm. also it sounded like multiple women, you know, like screaming or were they like yelling anything? at each other. Hello. I couldn't make out what they like were arguing. saying, mm-hmm. but they were yelling at it. I, it was multiple women, but they were yelling at each other something. I, and it was, I'm so sure it was the nuns. And See, I think upstairs is where the nuns quarters. Yeah. Yes, correct. And it was interesting because like. After they were joking about stuff, then they had an experience. Mm-hmm. Same thing with me, and I was joking with you about like they don't like they're not gonna, no, no, they don't. <laughs> then I had we had our experience, and so I don't know. Yeah. They're just well, Andrew literally asked them. To you come mean Dorian Gravestone? I'm sorry. Oh, no, I did Dorian not. Dorian literally asked. Yes, you invited them. I did not outside. invite it. I said, I know what I said. I know what you said, too. You said, I want them to come out here and pick me up and make no, me fly. No, I did fly. not say I want. I said, it's not like they're going to do that. And then they did? No, no, no. Fabrication. Don't listen to her. But, I mean, it was crazy because it, it didn't sound like a patient yelling for help. It sounded like the nuns yelling at each other yeah, to do like something. fighting or something. Yeah. That's interesting. And, and then I, I was telling the guy whenever he came down when we were leaving, and I told him, he goes, oh, yeah. Like, he brushed it off like it was normal. I'm you know sure. what I mean? Because there's so there's much so much stuff there. happening. Yeah, it's a ton of activity. Yeah, it's crazy. And and he was also telling us his his girlfriend or his wife is an empath too. So mm-hmm. she, I mean, they get stuff all the time. No and and he showed us this picture that he took on his phone. Like he took it. It's not from the internet. And in the door, if you zoom into the window, you see a face. 
Mm. And it was like a young teenager. And he says, well, teenagers used to break in here and do satanic rituals in here. Hmm. Interesting. Those damn teenagers. I know. I mean, <laughs> you just, you don't have the Satan. Just yeah. don't do that. Just don't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was crazy. And I mean, the whole time I just kind of felt heavy, mm-hmm. you know, um, I felt heavy in my chest and that's where I feel a lot of things, even if it's not spirits, even if I'm in the presence of someone who's hurting and even mm-hmm. if they don't say it, I, I feel it. Feel it like kind of chest, like heart. Like heart. I feel yes. it in my heart. And, and the Heart Math Institute actually says that your heart is like something time stronger than your brain. Um, it, it's, and it also goes with frequency and vibration because, um, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that later, but, um, frequency and vibration is a combination of how you think, act, and feel. And whatever frequency or vibration you're on is what resonates back to you. And there's a whole entire scale of consciousness. And this is, this is a big thing that I've studied for so long and I continue to study it. And when we desire something or we want something, we get into this mindset and this frame of, oh, well, I want this. We're, we're sending out like an energetic force that's saying, I really, really don't currently have it right now. Right. Because I want it. And mm-hmm. when it's you a sound, lot of attraction. it is. And it's, it's the matter of changing the words that we use. Instead of saying, I want this, we can say, it's natural for me to feel the emotions of love, or it's natural for me to feel the emotions of happiness mm-hmm. or whatever. And whenever we shift into that, and we, we tell ourselves and reprogram our subconscious mind to say, I, I'm allowed to feel this, even if I don't have a Lamborghini or even if I don't have this. You know what I mean? Because our society has just conditioned us. Uh, we can only feel this emotion if we have this like tangible thing or if we have this person or if we attract this relationship. Right, because how the law of attraction works is you have to believe it before you see it but we've been taught you have to see it before you believe it yeah and it's the opposite it is and and there's the whole entire um scale of consciousness um so 300 and below is the quote-unquote negative emotions but once again emotions are not negative or positive it's the meaning that we give them you know what i mean um i don't know is that true though because emotions do have an energy attached to them they do um there, I think it's more of like an esoteric belief that people say that certain emotions, like, because there's some people where maybe sadness and stuff motivates them, mm-hmm. whereas some people it makes them like, you know what I mean? So it's I a think heavy energy. It is. Sadness and it really anger. is, and that's that's below 300 in the scale of consciousness. And why I keep saying 300 is 300 is neutrality. That's when you can sit and let your emotions run through you. So if you have these negative thought patterns or negative like limiting beliefs, um, it's very powerful when you can just let them flow like through you without any emotion attached. And once we can really like, like empower that, um, where we can just let emotions flow through us with no strings attached, that's when we can start moving into those higher scales of consciousness. Uh And that's when we can move into love, into happiness, into enlightenment and stuff. Because if we're stuck below 300 it's it's really hard to shift up sure and whatever energy you put out Mm -hmm. is the energy that will eventually come back to you so we have a fun little example of manifesting do you want to tell that story which one are you talking about so i mean i kind of just introduced this stuff to dorian recently just the power of intention and intention and 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 whenever you set intentions for things Mm -hmm. you're actually more likely for it to happen because you basically put like a accountability to your subconscious mind mm-hmm. to do it mm-hmm. and and you literally send out 
an, uh, an energetic force saying like I'm intending on doing this and so that's already like increasing the probability because you're making yourself believe that it right. will happen okay well so what happens with most people from what I've read and most my experience too is that the larger the desire right the things we want to manifest the more blocks we have mm -hmm. to it so as an experiment I told I told Dorian I'm like okay well pick something that you want that's super easy that's just like <laughs> no big deal to manifest and just put that in your little, you know, send mm -hmm. that little desire out into the universe and then just let it come to you. So you want to tell them what happened? Yeah, I don't know if that counts. I think it's a great, no, it's okay. a great example of that. I think she was, because I was like, well, I don't know what to say. She's like, just anything, any like little thing, like it doesn't matter, like just something that you would normally like not get, but that you want or something. And I was like, I don't know if I was hungry at the time or something, but I was like, I want these bonbon candies <laughs> they're like a french candy that you can only get in specialty stores mm -hmm. you have to actually like it's just like only one or two stores in san antonio that have them um i had them from like i remember in middle school i had them for the first time when i had french class and and then i never had them until my adulthood so like i saw them one day and i was like oh dang this is like from like middle school yeah gotta have these these were amazing and so I just said, okay, fine, I'll manifest some bonbons. Let's do it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, so we just talked about it one night, and then it was like, what, less than a week later? A few we days, met at, a couple days later. Yeah, we met at the Apple store. Yeah, because you cracked your phone. Yeah, we don't have to go into all that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Andrew met me at the, Dorian met me at the Apple store. Yeah. And he comes in, he's like, guess what? <laughs> And he pulls out his little bag yeah. of bonbons. Yes. And it was funny it was because it's like the store were literally right across from the Apple store. Mm -hmm. So I was like five, ten minutes early. Um, and there was a huge, huge line. And so I was like, I am not going to wait. I'm just going to like wait till Kimberly gets here and she'll, you know, we'll go. So mm -hmm. I just walking around and I go into this like one store and they had one or two packets left. Yeah. Of these bonbons. And like they said, we, we like, we won't have those anymore. And so I was like, really? Okay, I'll take them. And he was like, okay. And I was like, so there goes. you go. And I was like, wow. Interesting. Yeah, so, but for me, even if I do it to myself, that still counts. What do you mean? Yes, like of manifest. Course. Like the whole point is you are like the creator. Yeah. yeah. You so manifest. Like, I didn't know if that still counted, or if it's like something like it just like somebody gives it to well, me. Well, it's not gonna fall out of the sky. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. I mean, it takes years and years sure. of practice and study and meditation and all of this different stuff. I hear you, girl. I've been working on it for years and I still haven't mastered it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it takes a and and once again, um, like I say, people who are listening to this podcast right now, you know, they might they might say, well, you know, I feel like I'm on a low frequency or something. Well. If, if you're in a low frequency, you probably wouldn't be listening right now because we attract the frequency that we put out. So mm -hmm. people who are wanting to enlighten and bring more light into their life, you're listening to this right now because the universe is sending you this frequency because it's something you need to hear right now. Right. And I always think about these things. Mm -hmm. um, I, I pull affirmation cards every single day. And I, I mean, every day I get something that resonates in one point of my life, whether it be um, with friendships, whether it be with work or school or anything. It's, I mean, it's so crazy mm -hmm. how accurate they are because I remember, I mean, my mom and I, we have, she's my mom, love her. But, you know, sometimes we get into little bickering arguments. Mm -hmm. And I remember I pulled a card that says, and it was right after, you know, we got into this, an argument about something stupid that I don't even remember because it's that stupid. <laughs> like, it was like, like, you know, don't, don't react think of your parents as little children and I was like 
why did I just pull that card right now? Like, it literally, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, I have my Osho Zen tarot cards, and every time I do a reading, whether it's for myself or someone else, it's like they're always, I always find them more confirmation or affirmation than new information. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you are, it's just saying, yeah, this is where you're at. Yep. And just kind of, they're always on point. Yeah, definitely. And, and with, once we can move into that neutrality, which is at a 300 frequency. And when I talk about frequency and vibration, it's actually measured in hertz because what um, alters or what, what messes with our frequency is the people we're around, the clothes we wear, the things we listen to, and all this different stuff. And you're going to say the clothes we wear. Well, it's how you feel in those clothes. Or it's yeah, the color. Pe- yeah. Influence. I've, I've went to a, what do you call it, like a curandera once, and she was like, don't wear black. I'm like, really? No <laughs> black. But our subconscious mind is absorbing that stuff because our yeah. subconscious mind absorbs everything. Everything. And mm-hmm. and you're most vulnerable when you're asleep because you don't have the control over what's around you. So when I talk about intentions, you can set intentions before you sleep. I had this experience where I set an intention. I was like, I'm going to wake up at 9. I literally woke up at 9 the next morning. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. What were you going to say? No, no, that reminds me. Sometimes it happens, like, where, because you know me, like, I just, I, if I don't have an alarm, I'll just sleep in. Like, just, I'm always tired all the time. That's another thing as an empath. You're just so drained all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one of the negatives. But um, when I do, like, if I have to be on a film set or something in Austin and I have to, like, drive and I know, like, I can't be late. Like, I have to be on set. I have to do this. Or I have to go to school or an appointment, doctor's appointment, whatever it is. Um... I'll know like the night before, like I keep saying, I gotta wake up at 8.45, I gotta wake up at 8.45 or whatever it is. And sometimes I'll wake up like a minute or two right before my alarm goes off. And I'm like, how did I do that? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, that's weird. And and it's only when I want to wake up at those times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's because you subconsciously set an intention for yeah. it. You know what I mean? Just repeat your affirmations. Like, it is easy for me to be successful. It's natural. And I like the word natural instead mm-hmm. of easy because if something's natural for you, then it's just it just happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I say things just happen for me. Like, I mean... Things just happen for me. And whenever I say that, things happen for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice. It's, it, it's the power of intention. And it's really cool when you can kind of manifest that and and visualizing and stuff. And once again, you know, we talk about the law of attraction. And it's more than just visualizing. Um, it's, it's feeling. Feeling it's is feeling. a very important component. Because even if you're saying it, if you're not believing it and feeling it in your gut, then yeah, you're, I mean, again, you're not, you, it all, I think it's like mind, body, spirit. It all has to be in alignment. And I think another thing too, that people, there's a misconception about all this kind of stuff is that people think that, oh, I can just visualize and feel good about it. And then it's going to happen. But you get inspirations and you have to take action on those Yeah, it's not just sitting there. You have to take Yeah, the UPS guy isn't going to just arrive at your door every time. Yeah. I mean, he might, but <laughs> not always. So, yeah. <laughs> you wanted an UPS dude at one point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely, because law of attraction is not supposed to necessarily give it to you in the palm of your hands. It's supposed to bring those frequency emotions so that you do. And open doors, and then you'll find sometimes, like, maybe your you know, you'll go somewhere and all of a sudden you meet somebody that has an opportunity for you. Exactly. And then mm-hmm. something also to look out for and to be open to as well is synchronized numbers. I mean, I get them multiple times a day. I mean, I get, I think my lucky um, synchronized numbers are 222. Mm-hmm. And I look, I look, um, 
behind 222 and I always read the meanings of these numbers and stuff and that one is like divine peace and harmony and it says like you know you're in this frequency of love like that's and and the frequency of love is not I mean it's romantic but it can be a frequency of love for a passion for work for something you know what I mean but I really do have a lot of love in my life and and Whenever I see two two, it really affirms that, and it like it's like whoa, that's so cool. And two is a number of balance too. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's it, it's even, and it's just, and and I always get eleven eleven. Yeah, yeah. mine's so, two thirteen. All the time. Nice. And then also it could be like one two three stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. one two three four. But that's my birthday too, so it's interesting. Nice. That's so cool. So what else do we want to talk oh, about? There was another experience, right? I had a, an, an experience with my owl spirit guide. Oh, yeah. So um, I just got back from a session with um, someone I do sessions with, and I was pulling angel cards, and I kept getting the Athena goddess card. And that was my main card because we do it where it's like you pull you, and then you pull like the, the ones, like the different traits and the different things that have happened to you. Okay, so, so before we go on, oh, okay. yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, some yeah. people might not know what angel cards are. Yeah, or the totem, or, or the animal totems, the, too. Yeah. Yeah, um, and so uh, can you just give, like, a brief, like, little explanation? Yeah, so animal totems, um, there's also this great book about it, if you want to read more on it. Um, it's called Spirit Animals Say by Kelsey Hartbrock. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's basically, in that book, the way that they're described is they're almost affirmations, to you and it's it's almost who you resemble in a sense so um and and they're supposed to bring different things to you like an owl would bring wisdom and different stuff and then she has like a dolphin and that one's supposed to bring light laughter and love Mm -hmm. because if you think about it it's like laugh they're they're always so giddy Mm -hmm. and so nice and then like the lizard she does lizard that brings rejuvenation because they lose their tail but they rejuvenate another one Mm -hmm. so there's also a good one yeah shedding of the skin kind of rebirth a little bit yeah okay yeah so every animal has different energy traits yeah yeah it's their traits and how they relate to different things i think of them as bringing you messages so exactly well there's two different things here like the animal like you might have like a permanent animal totem as an owl or whatever but then an, an animal can cross your mm-hmm. path, and that's just, it's bringing you a message. So you Exactly. Can, you can just Google them. I always Google them. I'm just animal totem, owl, animal totem, hummingbird. Yeah. And, uh, that, and that's, 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 the, that's exactly what we have to do with numbers, too. If you mm-hmm. see numbers and you're like, this, this feels like it has a significance, it probably does. Yeah. And, I mean, everything. I love does. I love the whole I mean animals I do feel are very because um, they're more in tune you know they're not as blocked as we are as humans exactly and that's a, that's actually what Dory and I were talking about before I was like I was like dogs can sense energy better than humans oh yeah, oh, yeah. all animals but then you have a spirit animal someone you relate to someone that you are mm-hmm. and so the angel cards basically are supposed to bring affirmation and confirmation about different things and you can if you want to experiment with angel cards you can buy them on amazon really anywhere they're very accessible right um and there's a difference when it comes to tarot cards yeah i was gonna say what's the difference between tarot cards and angel cards angel cards are i would say a lot more light a lot more positive it's more like uh tarot cards do have affirmation and confirmation that come with it but i think they also explore shadow sides Mm -hmm. and dark Sides as well, especially whoever's reading them to you or whatever energy they pick yeah, up. Yeah, it depends on the reading, depends on the cards. Exactly. Too. Like I said, my deck isn't like that. My deck's real 
kind of just spiritual and gives you just kind of, you know, intuition and guidance. Exactly. Where angel cards are not necessarily looking into the future, but giving you confirmations on you, on situations and stuff like that. Because we all have our spirit guides and our, uh, like our guardian angels. Mm -hmm. And so the card I kept pulling was Athena. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, you know, and she does a lot of like, she's very like powerful and stuff. And I was like, that kind of really relates to me because I'm doing all this stuff. I'm making my business. You know what I mean? And it was just a good confirmation. And so on my way home, while I was driving, I pulled into my parking lot or my driveway and I, I got in my car and I heard an owl and I never, ever, ever hear owls in my neighborhood. And I was like, and I don't remember the last time I heard an owl. It was years. So I had to look it up. And that's the symbol of Athena, the goddess. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was so it's cool. It's funny because we've been hearing, or well, you've been hearing owls. My, actually, my boyfriend's been hearing owls lately, too. That's so... Interesting. And you don't see them a lot in the city, right? You don't. No. Yeah. You do not. And, I mean, it's so... It's almost unnerving when you first hear it because you're like... That's exactly... What I was like, that? I was like, what is that? <laughs> it's crazy. And, and so then also, well, I was pulling my cards and I was, you know getting my visions and stuff i i saw um and, and the lady who's doing it with me she saw me healing someone's leg and i was like hmm that's that's strange and i was like but that's really cool because you know as an empath you are a natural healer mm-hmm. um and she's like you know you're healing someone's leg and she goes i don't know who it is but i just see you rubbing someone's leg but you look really happy doing it and i was like okay so then uh after i saw the owl i researched athena more and um this is um this is just the facts behind her this is just what happened to her this didn't happen to me it just happened to her um she was um abused or taken advantage of by a man mm-hmm. and Are you talking about the woman or athena athena oh, okay um athena, yeah. yeah athena sorry oh, um she was sexually abused by a man and by that she was raped and what was really funny is whenever he came he came on her leg can we say came on the show? <laughs> we just did. Yeah. Please. It's okay. Yeah, you can bleep it. <laughs> it's all good. He he did he, it on her leg. He, uh, yeah, finished on her leg. On her leg. He finished on <laughs> he her completed. leg. He completed. He completed on her leg. But then I, so then I thought about that and I was like, wait, but in that vision I was healing someone's leg. That's interesting. Uh, okay. That's cool. I feel, I, just... a, little, I feel a little awkward talking about sex with oh, Sophia is our student. It's okay. <laughs> no, but... She's um, an adult I now. Thought I thought Athena was always a virgin because... She, she was known as the virgin. Yeah. That, that's the thing, but... We're talking about the Greek goddess, Greek right? goddess Yeah, Athena yeah let me show you Zeus, real quick. Because so she angel. came out of Zeus's forehead. Uh-huh. She came out of Zeus's forehead because she's, like, headstrong, mm-hmm. and she was a warrior, and I don't think so she... It but says, maybe she was raped. I don't know. Yeah, so it says... Um, Determined to maintain her virginity. Yeah. Um, is it Athena or Athena? Athena. Athena? Athena fled, pressured by, I don't know how to say his name, Hepa... Oh. You want to know? Hepatitis? Yeah. yeah. No. Hepatitis. <laughs> I was going to say no. that, but I was like, do you know how to say his name? Oh, Hephaestus. Hef- Hef- H word. <laughs> he caught Athena and tried to rape her, but she fought him off because oh. she wanted to maintain that. Yes. So then... During that struggle, his semen fell on her leg. Got it. So that's so she wasn't okay. raped, but he, he, her, he his semen fell on her leg. Interesting. Because she was trying to push him away. Yes. But in the vision, mm-hmm. I was healing someone's leg. So when was this? 
This was probably about two weeks ago. Okay. So has anything manifested since then? Um, I've just been seeing owls. Mm-hmm. Um, and but not a healing situation yet. <sighs> you know, I I've had, you know, I would say more vulnerable situations, which, in a sense, it was healing because I opened up about things I would never open up mm-hmm. to. Um, and I opened up to them like with my boyfriend and stuff, and I'm gonna talk about twin flames in a second, but. It was, it was healing in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can tell you whatever. Like, it's fine. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so tell us about the twin flames. I've known a little bit about that. So, twin flames um, and soulmates are different. Um, sort of, kind of. But usually, whoever, I mean, in most cases, whoever your soulmate is, is usually your twin flame. Because they are really related. It's just someone that you just, a, an easy way to put it without going super esoteric and super, like, this doesn't make sense. It's someone that you can just click with like that, but, like, naturally. And it's not, like, a fake click where it's a surface click. It's just, like... A very deep level. It's a very deep click that you have with someone. Mm-hmm. It, it was the same with my boyfriend, like, that I'm dating she right looked, now. She looked you over just, at her boyfriend. You just know. <laughs> you know, you just know. You really, you really do. Because, like, I mean, the first day we, we started talking and stuff, I, like, I always had anxiety and stuff when it came to relationships. I, I didn't at all, like at all, like I didn't even get any red flags, I didn't get nothing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's you, Kimberly. And like, I was like, whoa, this is so like liberating, it's so amazing, you know what I mean? And, and like the first weekend we started talking about things that we're like, oh, well, I've never told anyone this, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And it it was so cool, and it, I mean, it was truly like... It was so different. It's, you, like, you know. It's, you know when you found them because it's, like, because one of the things we always say to each other is, like, I feel like I've known you for my whole life. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, even though we knew each other in high school and stuff and. Do I know him? Your boyfriend? No, but he was a visual artist. Oh, okay. So. so he went to the same school. Yeah. Okay, got it. So he. He and I kind of had crushes on each other in high school, but we never said anything because I thought he was out of my league. He thought the same thing. I was like, whatever. <laughs> so it was funny. Yeah. When we got out of high school, that's when we started talking. And I'm like, that's that's the divine union of a twin flame mm-hmm. where you have been in each other's life. And so a twin flame is you you don't necessarily have, you don't know that you're twin flames. There's like periods and stuff. And this is not the same for every twin flame relationship, but this is like one of like the bigger, like main ones is when you know each other. And you just feel very, like, attracted or connected mm-hmm. to that person. And then you almost, like, don't see them for a while. And that's when he went off to college and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you get this divine union back. Mm-hmm. And that's that was him and I when we started talking again. You know what I mean? Yeah, because sometimes, like, life doesn't line up yet. and so But then, the but, but then they're meant to be with you. Yeah. That's the thing. And, and the same thing with soulmates. Soulmates don't always have to be romantic. You can know someone as your soulmate because... Because um, my my boyfriend or my twin flame and I, <laughs> we we always say to each other like, I feel like I've known you from somewhere else because it it's so hard to be vulnerable with people nowadays yeah. like truly vulnerable without saying like like even if you feel like I mean because even if you feel like oh they might judge me or whatever but the fact that you say it to them and then afterwards you just like you shake off this heaviness it's like wow and it and it's an unconditional love you know but because i'm an empath because all i'm an emotions-based person like the connection the emotion the words all of that stuff 
that's what really resonates with me, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it's almost indescribable in a sense because you just kind of know mm-hmm. when you found that person. So have you ever read the book, uh, The Celestine Prophecy? Mm-mm. No. You might want to put that on your list. It's a really interesting um, book, and I'm sure I think I've read other books that have talked about this too. But my kind of theory is, like, we have soul groups Mm -hmm. that we travel with. Like your tribe? Through time. Yeah, basically Mm -hmm. your tribe. And so, like, what you're talking about is all these different kind of levels of soulmates. Yeah. That you connect with. once again, it's not always romantic. You can have a soul sister, a soul brother, a soul whatever. You can also have soulmates that are, I guess, I don't want to say negative, but challenge you yes you know you might immediately so you know when you meet someone and you either immediately have that attraction like you're saying or this connection but you might immediately meet someone that you have an animosity towards for no particular reason and it could be just this past life thing yeah that you haven't healed or that's the shadow work right oh my god you haven't i've heard of that real quick (laughs) yeah what is that real quick? So, so shadow, somebody's like, what is shadow work? So shadow work is more than just letting go. It's um, it's basically almost an act of rooting deeper than just letting go of something or letting go of something. Like you really have to go back and feel your emotions. And there's there's a meditation that you can do um, that helps with shadow work. And I'm going to totally butcher the name, but it's like, Ponoponopono, something like that. Ho-no-pono. Yeah, and it's like it, there's five things you, you're supposed to say to yourself. It was like, like I, love, I, love I love you, you I forgive, I you, forgive you, you, thank you, thank you, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's like I'm sorry, I forgive you. That's a really thank cool. You. Do you know the backstory to that one? Uh, isn't it like from a Hawaiian thing? Yeah, yeah, it's a Hawaiian word, but the backstory was there was a doctor um, who worked at a psychiatric. Yes, yes. I remember hearing about this now. Yeah, the clinic. And he oh, was... my God, Dorian's smiling so big. <laughs> it's actually really cool. I, I love this story. So he um, he went into this hospital, and it was, like, all these really, like, the kind of people that are never going to get out. Like, they're going to be in there the, the rest of their lives at this hospital, mental hospital, mm-hmm. like criminals and all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he goes in there, and I don't know if it was Hawaii in Hawaii or if he was Hawaiian. I'm not sure about that part, but. He and I think the word ho'oponopono means something like love or yeah. something like that. And anyway, so he goes in there and he asked for all the patient files. And so he did this work. He never saw one patient. He just he just poured over all these patient files using the ho'oponopono technique. Uh-huh. And really, what they say, which because there's there's a lot of depth to the ho'oponopono, because I've I've done this for years too. But it's not just about working on the patient or the other person, but it's about working on yourself it, yeah. and healing that in yourself. So while he was healing the patient, he was healing himself. And so by the time he went through this whole process with every patient, like they were all released and they shut down the clinic. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's so it's amazing. so amazing, right? That's really cool. cool. But but the shadow work is going deeper than just like saying I let go or I forget about it. It's it's literally like letting go, like where it doesn't even it's not on the same frequency as you yeah. anymore. You know what I mean? And when there's when, a flip side to that though too, because some of the and I'm trying to remember the dark side. What is it? The dark side of the light seekers. There's this other book I read, Debbie. I can't remember her name now. I'll look it up. But um, part of the sh- and I don't know if we're 
talking about the same thing, but like my understanding of shadow work too is also acceptance. Yes. We all have a shadow side and, you know, we all have had trauma growing up. I would say not all, but right. So the majority of us have had serious trauma growing up from one thing or another. And, you know, we all try to disassociate from that part of ourselves. It's important to talk about it. You have to embrace that part of yourself. Yeah. And, and that's, that's another thing I think what can tie into soulmates and twin flames. It's, it's like you, you just shouldn't be afraid to express your past or express how you feel and mm-hmm. stuff. And I mean, but there, but there's, there's a difference between being like mean and being mm-hmm. manipulative because we also have to realize there are manipulators and narcissists. Yes. yes. You know, those out there. they're attracted to empaths. They are. Too. They're very, because, are. because we're open arms. We're mm-hmm. forgiving. We, yeah. we we're try and look at the brighter side of other people. Yeah. Yeah. And I call them, I did a podcast on energy vampires yeah. where I talked about this. And it's not like the cool ones from Twilight. Not like the sexy <laughs> from Twilight. Not like Lestat from... Uh, <laughs> but like... me any day. <laughs> what about people who are maybe stuck in their past or that have resentment towards people and they can't let that go? And it's been like many, many years. Like maybe they grew up with something. You know, what can mm-hmm. they, or they've had people do stuff to them or, you know, and then that's kind of caused them trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What, I guess, can they do to kind of let go and, like, you said, like, something about, like, ex- ex- what did you say? Something like expressing your past. But it's okay to talk it's about okay it. It's okay to talk it about is. it. It is. You know. There's a difference between twa- talking about it and dwelling on it. Got it. Yes. There's that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah. It's like. People just there's a difference between being an open book and saying this is what happened to me it it doesn't affect me anymore but this is what happened and there's a difference between dwelling on it where you're like you feel it I mean Mm -hmm. you can still feel those emotions and not dwell on it like you can remember how they feel Mm -hmm. but whenever you dwell on it it still affects you it's like this Mm -hmm. this weight you have on you and I think whenever we say because you know I talk about limiting beliefs and different things like that um when it goes back to the scale of consciousness that whenever we resonate into a certain frequency, a certain energy, that's what is coming back to us. And if we're on a love frequency, then we'll see that love just comes so abundantly to us. Mm-hmm. But if we're on an angry or an anger frequency, we'll just see that we attract just situations right. that make us angry or people who are angry. Mm-hmm. So whenever we say, oh, I can only do this or I can only make this much or, mm-hmm. or I can't do this. You're placing a limiting belief on yourself. Yeah. So like when people say, well, I want to make 500K a year. I say, I know that's a lot. But like when people say, I want to make 500K a year, I would say, don't say that. That's a limiting belief because our ego, we were ego based. A lot of, I mean, unless you're quote unquote woke or more enlightened <laughs> about things. A lot of people are very ego based where it's um, the, the not necessarily the material but I can only be happy if X Y and Z well happiness is not entitlement it's a conscious choice that we should make every single day and so our society is conditioned us we can only feel certain things when certain things happen to us or given to us uh-huh. and and I always say you know we are spiritual beings having a human experience and whenever <laughs> whenever sounds like And whenever we have these ego-based things where it's like, I don't have this, I'm not happy. And you know, I'm a human. 
I'm a spiritual being, I slip up. That stuff happens. It's inevitable for it to happen, mm-hmm. even to the most highly awakened people. It's inevitable for those things to happen. You, you know what to, I mean? You have to work on it. I mean, we were just listening the other night to the, if y'all haven't heard of Abraham Hicks. Oh, I, then, yes. You know, they, she talks about, like, hold a positive thought for, like, 17 seconds. Yeah, and then and then it's just a, it a domino effect. Yeah, yeah, domino effect. And what people you know need to realize too is like we get stuck in these vibrational patterns and so you know it's easy for it's like almost like a set point for us to be negative and like you're talking mm-hmm. about holding on to something yeah. well that's the pattern right so you could you have to shift that energy exactly and that's the limiting belief where it's like i cannot move past this that's the limiting belief that you place upon yourself so you can say this hurt this happened but i can move past it you know, and I can realize that what happened in the past, I can't change. And if I dwell on it, it's going to, it's going to affect my present moment. Because if we're living in the past, there's this quote I saw. It's like, when you think about the past, it's almost a depression. When you worry about the future, and exa- it's an, ex- it's an anxiety. But when you're living in the present moment, it's a peace. Yeah. I like that. That's I know. I love it. I love it That's so much. Quote. Very cool. Well, so, awesome. this has been interesting. We've kind of veered off a little bit off the paranormal, but I think it's a really interesting yeah. topic. But, you know, I think it could kind of tie in because, you know... It does because the the different frequencies we're on that resonate with those spirits. Correct. Yeah. And, like, you, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, if they did die in a bad frequency, if they're in a bad place in their life, if it was a tragedy or something... Those are the ones that get stuck that here. My, I mean, that's kind of the theory is that they could, those are the ones that kind of get stuck and get trapped here and, and wandering that about are attracted that to are attracted to empaths or people, mediums, whoever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that frequency we might end up being on. Or what was it? It was like mediums might pick up that same frequency that maybe spirits are on or something and then they uh-huh. can, they're able to connect with them better. Um, something like that. I don't know. But uh, Yeah, interesting stuff though. It's very, very we'll interesting. we more later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. uh, the brain is very powerful, too. I mean, it is. Subconscious mind. Subconscious. And, well, I think um, they say the majority of our of our thoughts, right, and mm-hmm. actions are subconscious. Like a very large amount, like 90% yeah. or something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're energy. We're all energy. Yeah. Cool Dead stuff. or alive. Mm-hmm. I guess we never really do die. No. It's just the human experience yeah, that does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll move on to the other dimension. <laughs> yeah. The Twilight Zone. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And um, yeah, and we'll just, and where can people listen to your podcast as well? Um, so I'm shifting to being an independent podcast. So I'm in the works right now of publishing everything. Um, it's still going to be called Intentionally Me. And if you follow my Instagram, friend me on Facebook, I will keep you updated with links. Um, because once again, I'm shifting from a production company to me being uh, independent. It will still be on Apple, Spotify, all that different stuff. And at Intentionally Me, me um, moi. 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 Um, it will almost be kind of like a little like release party. Well, exciting. We Perfect. should have a release party. Yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much. And, you know, if, uh, check, check us out on, uh, on all those social media as yes. well. And, yeah. uh, we'll put, um, uh, intentionally me's information out everybody and, um, go out there and, and set your intentions. And if you're listening, you know, put those good vibes out there and, and help yourself. 
and uh, let's just all be happy. Yeah. Yes. It's about to be the end of 2019. My gosh, end of the decade. I can't believe end it. End of the decade. Uh-huh. Let's end the decade on a positive note. And start it with great intentions. higher frequency yeah. and with great intentions. Sounds good to me. Perfect. 2020, right. we're going to be rich and famous. <laughs> Put it on a vision board. <laughs> yes, exactly. Put it on a vision board. We'll there see. We that sounds good. We see it in the future. Yes. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. And... Uh, Keep listening to Paranormal Empath, and uh, we'll see you guys another episode. I'll see you on the Upside Down. Oh, yeah, I'll see you on the Upside Down. I forgot. We still need a tagline. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> All right. Okay, adios. Bye-bye. Bye.